Yo, what is going on, guys? We are back with another episode of Mogcast episode, episode number 42. 42, and we are here with Weston Garland, uh, a.k.a. our roommate. What's up, yep. Weston? What's up? Not only our roommate, our good friend. Before we get into it, guys, um, I need you guys to go on Apple Music right now and yes. make a review. Good memory, bro. Go, I, was, I was about to forget that shit. Go on Apple Music and make a review because we already have, like, what, 200 Dude, reviews? we already got, okay, at the end of the last podcast... At the very end, I was like, yo, go drop a review. And that was it. And we got 200 reviews on, on Spotify. So what happens when you drop a review is it, like, pushes the podcast at the top. They're, like, way more important than YouTube. We talk about run up the comments, run up the likes on YouTube videos. This is way more important. This actually, like, ranks our podcast higher. So Apple Music. And so, can you drop a review on Spotify or no? I have no idea. But we are on Spotify and Apple Music, and we're trying. We're working on getting the old audios to that platform. So if you guys want to support us, and you don't want to like watch our vids, you just want to listen to it. Go on Spotify and Apple Music because we're there. Um, we're still working on getting the old, um, the old videos onto Spotify and Apple Music. But the problem is, is we didn't save those audio files, so the, the audio is a little bit choppy because they have to pull. They have to download the audio from YouTube. Yeah, so it's already kind of compressed. It just sounds a little weird. So make sure you guys go do that, and um, yeah, if you guys are listening right now on Apple Music, just know I look handsome as fuck, so. <laughs> but let's get right into it. Weston, how are you doing? How have you been? You haven't been on this podcast in what, like? It's been a while. Probably like two, three months. Yeah, it's been a while. So how you been, man? I've been all right. I've been all right. So a little, little post-show blues going yeah. on still. It's been almost, I think, four months since my competition, so I've just been, just been chilling, eating food, enjoying the gym. How are you feeling though, like mentally? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd say I'm probably around like a seventy percent. If I had to, I'm not gonna lie. It seems like you've been eh for like months. It's now. been a while. It's like we gotta get yeah. you out of this, bro. There's gotta be something I can do. Where like L.A. LA. Yeah, something, LA. bro. We gotta get you out. Like I think I do need to travel more. I, I think, think that's I really, what it is. I think bro. I really do because I feel I, like I'm almost like claustrophobic. Like th- yeah. this is a great place. I love Houston, but I almost feel like I I'm in the same routine every single day, which I love routine. I'm a bodybuilder. But I need something like I need to break out of it a little bit. And if there is a time to break out of routine, it would be in the off season. Hundred percent. You know when yeah. you don't even have like your next show planned. Like, why would you? Why would you stay super committed, dedicated, eating every single gram of everything when you don't even have your next show planned? Like now would be the time to travel. Yeah, definitely. LA. Um, LA. I'll, I'll book the flight after this after this All pod, right. bro. For me, I like I've. I love traveling, and I've been traveling, but right now, like, I need a break. I wanted to go to L.A. with you guys, but I was just like, ah, like, I really just... Nah, you were just there, bro. I know, I was like, I just, I don't want to go. I was in San Diego, and that was that shit was, it was fucking so fun. Yeah. But at the same time, it's exhausting. Like, traveling is so fun, and, and so, like, there's so much content, and there's so much just shit to do. I just can't do it anymore, though. I'm tired. Gary, if you're listening, I want a boat on my trip, too, just like Sush. <laughs> that was a surprise that was we had no idea Did gary so, surprise you guys so gary surprised us we, we were in san diego for a regiment trip and it was just jernani us his buddies and we had i actually told gary i was like yo come to san diego like we should all hang out and he was like bro i'm busy like i can't and he was like even if i do i'd only have to be i could only be there for sunday and then he'd have to leave before the night ends so like we can go out with him so i was like okay whatever fuck it and then we were sitting at the like boat dock or like this hotel that has like um if you guys are familiar with San Diego it's Coronado Bay. It's just fucking like insane houses, probably like bro, like twenty mil plus houses. And 
it's like this insane bay and there's a dock and all these boats that you can rent. And then obviously some of the boats are like personal for, for those people. We were there and we're waiting for our guys. And then fucking Gary like pulls up behind us. Like our back was literally turned towards the door. It was perfect. It was like a movie. We're facing the water. And he's like pulls up the behind us. He's like, yo, what the fuck is up? And then we're like, yo, it was sick as fuck. Vaughn was there. Grant. It was a really fun time. How'd they get your location? Was Jordani in on it? No, On God was in on it. Uh, so On God was like, yeah, I'll meet you. Uh, if you guys don't know On God, he's partial owner of um, Regiment. Regiment. And he was like, yo, like, I'll meet you guys there. Like, let me know where you guys are at. And he pulled up and it was fucking lit. Damn. Bro, was really I was fun. getting such bad FOMO when you guys were on the boat. Bro, it, I, honestly, it was <laughs> not, not to make your FOMO worse. It was like one of the, the best, like, <laughs> fucking times on a boat I've ever had. No, that and we had no worse. bitches, bro. <laughs> we had no bitches. And sorry, excuse me, females. We had, or women, sorry. We had no women on the boat, and it was literally one of the be- the best times of my life. This is insane. So fun. Damn. Sorry, so bro. Like, sorry. It's just like a little little boys outing? Yeah, it was just like Damn. guys on the water, bro. That's, that's wholesome, man. Guys know how just it is. dudes on the water. Dudes on the water. So, yeah, you need to travel. Yeah, because I, I, you, I feel like you haven't traveled besides going home. I haven't. I've literally gone home, and that's about it. Dude, that's where, where have you traveled? Like, you've gone to Mexico. Have you traveled a lot in your life outside of that? Not really. I've gone to California. Wait, when did you go to Mexico? With you. Oh fuck, yo, my bad. <laughs> With you, bro. I was drunk as fuck. That whole I was fucked up that whole weekend. So <laughs> that, that whole, that, you that were trip, there, yeah, dude. My bad. I was there. I totally forgot. Well, that, that, trip, that trip was something else. Anyways, uh, wait, met, did we talk about? We never, we never really talked yeah, about that trip. I don't think we, not on the podcast. I don't think we did. Really? I don't think I don't think so. I don't think we did. It was because it was New Year's and we were in that little podcast break, so we never really talked about it. Oh, that yeah. trip was wild. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Should we talk about it a little bit? Yeah, we can. Yeah, I mean, but I wasn't we, there, so this shit's not incriminating to me. Yeah. Um. Well, hypothetically, like we went there. Um, it was New Year's, so we figured it'd be a good time. Maybe we did talk about it, but I'm gonna talk about it again because you guys probably forgot. It was like a resort. So my parents they do like timeshares, and so pretty much you pay like a yearly fee, and then you can like get good deals on yeah on like rooms like all over the world so they had a timeshare there they gave it to me we had to pay but like we used their account or whatever and it, we thought it was gonna be sick as fuck we pull up and it's 18 and up so it's adults only and we're thinking yo it's gonna be like all like 20 year old <laughs> girls like it's gonna be so sick all these girls fucking whatever and we go there and it's all like old people on vacation. Like no offense <laughs> Every, to old everybody people. Everybody was like fifty plus. Pretty much everybody was really old because when you're when you're on vacation and you're you're an adult, you're like I don't want to be around kids. Yeah, you know I don't want if you don't have also, kids. Also, you don't want to be around kids. If you're like an old rich person. You're like, well, I don't really want to go slum it in Mexico yeah. and like figure out. It was out too a nice. Situation. It was too nice of a place for people our age. To That's go. exactly yeah. what it was because my parents are my parents are really bougie when it comes to vacation because they work hard. Yeah, what what eighteen year olds are gonna have a timeshare? At yeah. a resort in Mexico. Their, their main thing is like they work really fucking hard and then when they vacation, they fucking vacation. Like you know how there's people who they relax, like they sit around all day, and then there's people who vacation, they go out and do have everything planned. They do tour yeah. like a, yeah. like a whole itinerary for the whole week. Yeah. My parents are the opposite. They literally go there, they they sleep, they drink and they eat. That's all they do. And they like lay <laughs> out they lay out in the sun because they don't want to do they don't want any stress. They just want to so, relax. Yeah. So we're like, yo, it's gonna be safe. We pull up. It's all like old people. There are a couple like hot girls and whatnot, but um, 
We essentially just walked around like like scouring, bro. Like horny kids, bro. We're just walking around scouring for like where the bitches at, yo. Or sorry, girls. Where the girls at? Like whatever. Where the females yeah. at? And um, eventually, I'm. I'll talk about it, bro. Because I know I didn't talk about this. Because back then I was like, I don't know, but I don't really care. Um, maybe it's the fucking Lost Celts talking. Who knows? But <laughs> um, we're there, and it's like a rainy day. And it's raining. And we had... It's a rainy day and it's raining? No, it's yeah, it's a rain, like a cloudy day. I meant to say cloudy. It's a cloudy oh, day, it's raining. So everyone's like, got oh, kind of bummed out. So the only thing you can do is fucking drink. And we had the the best suite in the hotel because, like I said, my parents, like, they fucking vacation. They walked out into the pool. Yeah, yeah. It's the lower level. Your backyard is the pool. Like, the infant, like you're literally in the pool, the main pool with the bar, like, the pool in the bar with the seats yeah. in, the, in the pool. And... We're chilling out there and we see these like we see these this girl or a couple of these girls and they're fucking like they're drunk as fuck. Obviously, they're they're getting wild and they start like taking off their shit because it's 18 and up. So no one's going to tell them like, oh, put the, like right. put your clothes on, start taking off their shit. And I'm like, dude, I, I mean, it's Mexico, bro. I had no vape. So I'm smoking cigarettes and I'm like, I'm like, yo, I need a light or whatever. So I, I go over there. <laughs> I'm like swimming in this pool, like with my with like a cigarette, like <laughs> hanging outside. I don't smoke cigarettes, by the way. I just only when there's back then. I was, I mean, six months ago, I was bro, like, you oh, must fuck. be on your fucking gangster vibe. Yeah, oh, that's how it was, bro. Because like, we were like, bro, we were hand. we're kids, and like we're around all these old fucks. So, and we're also like, I'm coming off of like trend super draw. Uh, we look sick, like bro. I was big as fuck, and so was he. He yeah. was like prepping for a show. Yeah, we look. He sick. was like eight weeks out, so we all looked fucking insane. So we know we're walking around like we're. Fucking stallions, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we, walk, we walk, we come out in the pool. I'm fucking swimming with the cigarette in the air, and he's walking next to me. And we start taking shots, and this girl like comes over here. She comes on him, yeah. and she's like, I don't even know. She was like touching you or something. Like, yeah, she she was she was trying to hit on me, and I, I like sent her your way pretty much. Yeah, and I like out. they were like, yo, because we pulled up, and one of her friends was like, yo, look, look, and then they came over, and at first I was like, all right, now nah, like I'm going back to the to the room i'm just like swimming back to home base right a safety circle and i go inside and this girl follows me she follows me into our room yeah cause she asked she asked me where the room was and i was like oh it's over there yeah she follows <laughs> me into the room and she's like soaking wet like like in the like she was just in the pool i dried off and i'm like inside the room eric madrid he was there too he was just laying oh, in bed because he was like pretty tired he was laying in bed and or no, he was taking a shit. <laughs> no, Eric was uh, taking a shit. So he had no idea any of this was going on. And so our rooms were connected. So I was sleeping alone and then them two were together because they had two queens and then I had one king. So, mm -hmm. the, but they're connected with one door. So I go into my room and this girl's soaking wet. She follows me in and you guys know how that goes. <laughs> and then the other girl. Wait, wait. So was this. <laughs> Was had you been like talking to her like a lot? This, no, this no, 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 bro. Told, I, dude, bro I didn't was, know her name, bro. I didn't know her name. This was out of no, this was the wildest thing I've ever seen in my life. The wildest. All thing. I knew is she's, she's just Santa surrounded Monica. by these old fucks, and then she sees Mister Stallion with the yeah. cigarette, and she nah, just so she she's electric. She follows electrically him. fucking magnetized towards him, bro. Yeah, she follows Holy him shit. into the room, and then the girl that she was like, I don't know if they were together or not, but th that I'm pretty sure they, they were. They, I'm pretty sure they were lesbian. Yeah, they, these two girls were like if bi they or together. That is that's even more wild. Yeah, they they <laughs> were they were definitely girls. friends. Yeah, but then she comes in and I'm sitting there and like he's he's with this other girl in his room. She walks into my room and it's like, hey, where's my friend? And I'm like, oh, she's <laughs> she's right in there. So she walks through the door and I, dude, you know, I mean, so then it goes from there. Yeah, she walks in and I'm with this girl and 
doing like whatever. I all I know is that she's from Santa Monica and she's a nurse. She's a registered nurse. How'd that conversation go down? She walks in soaking wet. She's like, hey, I'm from Santa Monica. No, no, no. It was in the middle. It was in the middle, like, of everything. And I was just like, yo, like, I need to get some type of information (laughs) before I continue. And she's like, she gave me her name, but I don't remember it. And then she's like, yeah, I'm a nurse, Santa Monica, whatever. My name, number, and occupation. No, you know what? Because I asked her, I was like, yo, are you, like, clean? Like, are you good? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I'm a nurse from Santa Monica, blah, blah, blah. And then whatever's happening and then the other girl comes in and this girl like doesn't bat an eye so i'm like yo what the fuck is about to happen and then you you can gather what's going on whatever and then a the a fourth bitch female <laughs> like who's old like who shouldn't wait third or fourth oh sorry a third so <laughs> she and you watch this she he's like next door she's like yo what's going on and bro she pulls out a phone and, and she starts, starts recording and she starts recording and I'm like, yo, I fucking, I like got out from what I was doing. And I was like, yo, like, w- like, no, because I'm thinking, dude, this is not good. <laughs> like, And so she's like, and then what did she, she came out the room and she was like, she's like waving it around. Yeah. She's like, oh, she asked me to come record this. And I was like, I was like, that's probably not a good idea. Yeah. And she's like waving it. She's like, I got it. I got it. Like on I mean, her I, phone. I can't tell her like, I can't be like, yo, like delete that. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like, so did that, you say anything to her? No, I don't, I don't think. No, so. <laughs> I mean, I no, I don't think anyone. I, they probably couldn't see that it was dark. Yeah, no, it was it was dark. So, yeah. it, and that's that story. Yeah, um, but no, that, that was, was a, that was the wildest thing I've ever like it, witnessed in my no, life. Yeah, it was fucking weird. It was yeah, it was out of nowhere too. I was just like, well, right, were bro. you fucked? Like, were you yeah. fucked up? Or? Before yeah. we went out, we were sober and we saw these like these people partying. When it was raining and we were like, dude, let's go out there. And then we were like, we're not on the same vibe at all. As we then. took a lot of shots. Yeah. So we were like, we got to get fucked up because we weren't on the same vibe. So we were yeah. like, fuck it. Like back to back in the in the mini bar inside. Yeah, and that was the first and time we I went drank outside. in like three years, like almost three years, I think. And I just, I got fucked. Yeah. So it was fun as fuck. Yeah. How, how old did you say those girls were? Uh, the one girl was like. They were over 30. Like 30, like 30, 35, I would say, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Definitely my my oldest kill. <laughs> you think that's a wild story for you? Imagine the story she told to her friends when she got back. Dude, I'm sure that's normal because she was like so nonchalant, no, bro. True. I'm, I'm Me, sure. I'm like, bro, I'm like, shit. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Like, I'm like, nah, just that, going with the that flow. wasn't her first time doing that for sure. <laughs> like, she's she's probably a regular at that yeah, resort. She prob- <laughs> Hoping there's a stallion there each yeah. time. She probably went back. She's like, I got another one, dude. But then the, then like the next. The next night, it's New Year's or whatever. Oh no, we and, were walking. Yeah. We were walking to. The, oh yeah, uh, we were walking to the middle, and she's she's Dude. in the, the the pond. Like there's like a what is it called? Like a fountain. A fountain. There's a fountain in the middle of the resort. She's naked in the fountain, like taking a shower. Yeah, in, taking Where, a shower. Who is this? The same Fucking girl. Santa Monica same, nurse. Same girl. Santa yeah. Monica was nurse. This a different time. Yeah, it's a different time. Dude. Yeah, it was like it was like an hour after, or like two hours after, we were walking to dinner. We were walking to like the main thing. Oh, she was wild, and she was like fucking showering, and I was like. It looked like she had fake tits, but she she was like, these are all, this is like all natural. I was like, like bro, she was hot. Like, straight <laughs> Wait, up. this is the 35-year-old one? Yeah. What was the other one? She Same was, age? She was not hot. Yeah, she's mid. Yeah. But it, it, but like, it works for the story, though. Yeah, it works for the story. It doesn't, yeah. ma- doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter what the she story's like. The it doesn't story. matter. As long as one like. of them's good. Let's not get into details. Yeah. The story. <laughs> the story. So then it was like New Year's that night, and I mean, we're just like partying, whatever, and- there are these two worker girls and I was, I was like obsessed with one of them for some reason. 
Oh yeah. And I was just like, yo, this like this girl's like the love of my life or whatever. <laughs> and we're like dancing, like it's so fun because we're like the youngest people. Everyone's looking at us, bro. We have sunglasses on, like I'm rolling, like we're sweat. Yeah. Everyone's like fucked up and everyone's like looking at us some guy asked him he's like yo you guys got coke and like we're, and he was like what and he was like you guys look like you have coke we like, had no blow we had zero I was like what bro yeah we had zero and that's just like tells you how like how we looked out there yeah. compared to everybody else i'm in there with a the fucking young la perfect tea i'm looking jacked as fuck this old lady was coming up to me squeezing my arms and she was like no, she's like you're so big remember i met like a princess or something yeah he met like an african princess yeah, she oh, was that's like, right. She was like actually a princess. straight, like, royal family African yeah. princess dating some, like, old London dude. Like, yeah. this girl was beautiful, like, what? 22 melanin queen. Yeah. And then I this guy is, like, this guy's, like, 65 years <laughs> I, old. I remember, like, like, I met her, and then I met, like, I was talking to this guy. And I was like, yeah, I met a princess. And he was like, oh, my wife? And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, dude, like, she's beautiful. He's like, What's she the princess of, bro? I have no it was clue. some, like... Some country. Some like country, country or town or whatever yeah, the fuck in Africa. It's pretty cool. Damn. I swear to God, most beautiful girl I've ever yeah, seen. Like, she, she's gorgeous. Like insane the skin. skin. The, her skin was, yeah, it was wild. It was insane. And then it was fucking was old girl, old like moms like coming up to us, like squeezing our arms. It was literally like a movie. It was ridiculous. I was about so. to say, that doesn't even, that whole trip probably doesn't even feel real in your brain. No. Eric has videos. Like teleported yeah. to a different fucking dimension. No, because Eric wasn't on our level, so he knows, like, I'm pretty sure he said we look like psychopaths. Yeah, yeah. He was watching us. I mean, I'm in, the, we were in the, this is all hypothetical. We were in the room. <laughs> I don't think that's saving you at this point. Bro. We were in the room before we had, like, gone out to the party, and I'm like, I'm tweaking, bro. Like, I'm, like, holding a pillow. Like, <laughs> Now, I have a picture of us in, yeah. in the bed together just, like, chilling. Yeah. And I'm, like, holding a pillow. And then we're, like, fuck it, bro. Let's just go outside. I remember Yeet was playing. We were playing Yeet. And so that's why there's this one song. I don't know what it is. But whenever it plays, it gives me, like, weird nostalgia, like, crazy flashbacks and nostalgia because I was, like, just blasting Yeet in my own ears. We're sitting in the room. We're, like, fuck it. Let's just go outside. And that's, and that's like, what would happen. Yeah. Uh, maybe we need to take another trip. <laughs> we might need I don't know that. if you can match that, bro. Yeah. I don't yet. Yeah. Well, I would love to go back to Tulum. Yeah, Tulum, Tulum. was fun. And then actually I'm trying to go to Ibiza if you guys want to come. Ibiza would be that would be sick. And that's gonna be never been there. Late August. So it's coming up. Oh, late like August. Very soon, very soon. And when it's gonna be like um half right now it's half off. The Airbnb is half off. It's like it's like what, seven hundred a night right now? What are we waiting on? Passport. I mean, I didn't, I didn't know about. It. Yeah, passports and shit, but we're just working on it. Um, I got my passport. I would love to go to Ibiza. Um, it's just, a, I don't know. I, I like everyone's there, bro. Everyone goes to Ibiza at least once in their life. Yeah. Like one, yeah, every for sure. Every like influencer goes to Ibiza. Is there, is there like something going on there, or just like fuck it, it Ibiza? Everything's going on there at no, all times I, like, of the year. Everything's is going there, on. You know, like a festival or something. Ibiza is a festival, bro. 365 days of the year, bro. It's a festival. I've never been. Because it's like this little... No, no one's been. Yeah. Like, no one's ever been to Ibiza. It's like a little island off of Spain. And it's just... Everyone just goes there and goes there and party. And the only point of going there is just a party? Yeah, and vacation. I understand. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like Vegas of, of Europe. I just don't want any... I don't want the same thing to happen when you got your timeshare, which is just like... Old people. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think Ibiza is like that. No, I don't think Ibiza is like that. I was actually talking to somebody in the gym. Shout out if he's watching him, if he's watching right now. He was like, dude, I was like, I'm a teacher. I am an English teacher in Spain. And we took like a weekend, a long weekend to go to Ibiza. And he was like, he was the best weekend of my life. Fucking crazy. 
And he was our mm. age. So if he had a good time, we're going to have a good time. I'm down to go to a different part of Mexico, like Puerto Vallarta, and actually mm-hmm. like like Mexico, Mexico. Because Tulum is like America, Mexico. You know? So it was like Cancun and yeah. like Cabo. Yeah. Cabo's really cool, though. Cabo's like a lot less... I mean, they're still like hella partying, but it's a lot less known for partying, like Cancun. So it's yeah. more like, and there's you, you've got those like famous rocks. I don't know what the fuck what the fuck they're called, but like you take a boat and there's like this big like arch, like natural mm-hmm. arch of like that rock thing that you guys probably know what I'm talking about. So Cabo seems sick. Yeah. I've only gone to Cabo with my parents, so I've never gotten to experience like the actual like tw- mid twenties like partying and shit. Yeah, dude, I don't know if I'm cut out for partying anymore. <laughs> I went out to the club last week with you. Yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> yeah, you remember? Yeah. Dude, it all hit me at once. Because, like, I didn't... It's always the same thing. I don't want to go out, but once I'm out, I have fun. At hard or play or whatever we go to. And back in, like, early 2022, I was going out a reasonable amount. Like, once every couple of weeks. Sometimes once every week. And I would be able to get, like, pretty fucked up. But I would be fine. But... I think I'm getting old or something, bro. Maybe prep changed me because I didn't go out for so long. And then Brandon Sush was like, come on, like, you know, just trying to like get me back into the swing. of No, I didn't push you. I I didn't push you. you. I asked. You didn't push me. But okay, not with that specifically, but earlier in the week you had said, bro, we got to hang out more now that you're off prep. Like we got to do stuff again. So when you invited me out to heart, I was like, bro, I got to go. Like I have no reason not to go. And I did have fun for the first 95% of it. And, but I kept trying, like, I was at a reasonable level of fucked up. Like, I was pretty drunk. And then I just, there was, like, one drink, and it just changed everything. And I just turned into, like, a fucking vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, it was yeah. like, I was. But we all uh, have those, bro, we all have those nights. It was weird, though. I was, like, a, like a six, 7 out of 10 drunk, 6 out of 10. Then I had one little vodka crayon, and I was, like, slumped. Like, head swinging and everything. I looked like a fucking dumbass. Yeah, I put a roofie in there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I said, if if I didn't know any better, I would have thought someone spiked my drink. Except I watched her make it. Yeah. So I don't know why. It was like something just sent me over the edge. Maybe I'd, like, eaten a lot of food before. You'd probably just taken a lot. You'd probably just drinking a lot. And then... It all just digested. And then it all just hit, like, at that time. I, yeah, I guess so. Dude, that was awful. <laughs> Sorry about that. Nah, bro, I had a good time. And we've been trying to get you to go out a little bit, too. Yeah. Yeah. And not saying, like, I know you, like, you're mostly, you keep to yourself, usually. I really am. I, like, I honest, dude, honestly, I am, at, like, I am an introvert. Definitely, like, a social introvert, so. But what does that, like, what what does that mean? I just, like, when I go out, I, it's almost draining to be around, like, so many people, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, introvert, introvert, the best way I've heard this explained is an introvert is someone who their energy gets drained when they're around people and an extrovert is someone who gets more energetic when they're around people and they're like lazy and kind of lethargic and depressed when they're alone. But then when they get into a room full of people, they like they're interacting with everyone and they literally get more energetic and they're like, now I'm fucking awake and I'm ready to do shit. And they always want to like hang out with friends. Wait, that's an introvert or that's extrovert. Okay. Okay. Introvert is like, it's draining. Like you have a social battery and after a certain amount of time or a certain amount of interaction, you're just like, I don't want to talk to anyone yeah, anymore. Yeah, I just get, I get dull. Yeah. yeah pretty much. That's I'm like kind of, I'm like 50-50 in between, like. Yeah. 
No, I'm, I'm definitely I'm definitely an extrovert because when I'm oh, a, for I sure. hate <laughs> dude, I hate being alone. Yeah. I fucking hate it. And that's why like I like I got a dog, you know. I just hate yeah. being alone. It fucking sucks. And I yeah. like being alone. So for my sister it was when when I would get punished as a kid, like they would put me in my room and then I would like bro, I would like kick and scream. I would hate that shit. Mm-hmm. But like my sister, bro, she'd be in a room just chilling. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't mean that like um some people think that like if you hate being alone, it means you're like not comfortable with yourself or whatever, but it's not really that at all. It's just like some people are really fucking extroverted and they're always trying to make plans. And I'm in between because I like when people come over. Like if you invite people over, I, I like it, but I wouldn't like personally go out of my way to like try to hang out with someone. Like I'm just as comfortable hanging out with a bunch of people as I am playing Minecraft for like five hours alone, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? Like it doesn't it doesn't affect me either way. So I don't know which one I am. There's like introverted extroverts, right? Like, there's like there's like Bro, like that's the thing, is like all this shit, it's like what the fuck is it called? Yeah, um, I, mean, I don't I don't really like labeling myself. I'm just yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, no, it's just, just, just labeling. Like astrolog- uh what is it called? Astrology. Astrology yeah. signs, like everyone can be every single sign. Yeah. That's where it's like the the crystal people and shit. That's where you lose me. I definitely like, think at, at first it makes sense, but then it's like all right, all cr- right. crystals aside, fucking planets aside, there definitely is like a spectrum that you fall on, 100%. whether you're introverted or extroverted. Yeah, but not by the day that you're born. You I know I, I don't know. I think maybe I think it might have something to do with it. Like the time and day that you're born affects. Oh oh fuck that's no. what I'm no, talking no, about. No 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 no. Astrology I thought, signs. I thought you were saying like you're it, rising. It genetic. I mean, I know my. I'm a tu- I'm a Taurus. I'm a I'm a, mine. I'm a rising Taurus. Nah, bro. I'm I wasn't a, fucked I'm the moon, astrology I'm shit. I'm a moon fucking scorpion or whatever. I know that shit. I know <laughs> the that. The fuck is a moon scorpion, Moon bro. Scorpio. Beca- I know that because when girls ask, you have to like, bro, that's Sounds like, like a, an undiscovered species. No, you have to protect, like, especially if you're trying to fuck, like, that's a big, Well, you got to get your shit down then, bro. I think I'm, I'm a, t- I'm yeah, a I'm rising a- sun, t- <laughs> rising Taurus, moon, Scorpio. Nah, it shows, it shows it on. The on, other two Scorpio. Doesn't it show it on. Snapchat? Yeah, it says sun and Capricorn. That's where do I where do I find says. this shit? You gotta you gotta set it up. See, I'm a I'm a sun Taurus. You gotta set up like your time of birth and all of that shit. Oh, oh. wait, I got a bunch of different ones. This says sun and Capricorn, moon and Aquarius, rising and Aries. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Mercury and I'm I'm sun and Virgo. No, so so I don't get it. So when girls ask you, you go, you're sun and Taurus. So that's what like. That's what you are. Like I'm your a sun main and Capricorn. Thing. I'm a Capricorn. Okay, so you're a sun and Capricorn. And then your moon is like your little features. Oh, okay. So, so I'm a sun in Taurus, moon in Scorpio, rising in Scorpio, what which the, is like crazy. Bro, like, what the fuck is all this shit? But that's a dope, but that's like a really good, from what I've heard, it's a really good, like. Dude, if you follow this shit religiously, there is something wrong in your head. There's people who do. I know. Sun in Virgo, Moon in Pisces, Rising in Leo, Mercury in Leo, Venus in Leo, Mars in Scorpio, there Jupiter, some, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. What the fuck? There are some like some girls who are like, "Oh, what's your sign?" and like you tell them your sign. I, I can't talk to you. Like shit, like uh, that. Actually, yeah. that's insane. Yeah. Nah, there's probably going to be some girl that comments on this. That's like, I knew James would break that down analytically. He's a Sun in Virgo. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. But He's a fucking Mercury in Leo. Of course he would. If anyone cares, I'm a Taurus and then <laughs> Scorpios, Scorpio, whatever the fuck. So that's what you got. If you guys want to like get girls at the bar, ask them their sign and be like, oh shit, like we're compatible. Even if you're fucking not, I don't yeah. even know. What yeah. But then what if she follows it up with what's your sign? 
then you say like, then you have to have that shit memorized. It's yeah, three, but it's three things you got to memorize. All right, all right. I'm a, I'm a sun in Capricorn, a moon in Aquarius and a rising in Aries. Yeah, Wait, so what do you sun mean? Sun is your main. Things. Sun is your main. So Wait, there's three, three. So you could have three signs. Right. So I'm Taurus, sun and Taurus, rising, Scorpio, moon. Scorpio. So <laughs> I don't know why I care about this now, but nah, so sun is the main things. Moon is like the secondary things. What's rising? Rising is also like a like secondary thing. Yeah. What's the difference? I think it said the sun is like indiv- individuality and the, the moon is the emotions. Yeah. And then, like and then, sun, and then rising is something else. I don't know. Yeah. No, but is any it, astro- aren't, astro- aren't, astrology girls out there? Or like persona rising is persona. That's what it says. I think maybe. What if you go in with that as an opener? Oh, what's your what's your sign? And she's like, "You're fucking stupid if you believe in that." I'd <laughs> well, then, be like, "Damn, you would have been the girl that I wanted." No, no. Well, you got to answer. I want. You could almost look at a girl and be like, "Yeah, she's definitely into like crystals and shit." Like, I feel like you, you got could. a cr- fucking amethyst. Yeah, she might have necklace. like a crystal. Yeah, like she might have a crystal, or she might like, I don't know. Maybe you can pick up the vibe. Like, but each. But, 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 but I'm, what gonna, I'm, I'm not wait, gonna lie. Wait, is wait. most girls? I'm okay. I don't want to like categorize. Hold straight. on before before you go on this before you go on this. Each each sign has a specific other sign that it's compatible with, right? Mm-hmm. You're star guy. All no, right. there's multiple. There's multiple. Okay, yeah. there's multiple. But then, if you if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, and she's like, "Oh, I'm a fucking rising in Aries or whatever," what's your sign? Then, if you don't know which one's compatible with that, then you're stumped, right? Yeah, but if you say you could you could kind of like leave it on an opener, like, "Oh, I'm a Taurus," and then wait for her reaction, and if she's like. She's like, mm, tell me more. Or she's like, and then you're like, oh, we're not compatible. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to read them, bro. Fucking Yo, if she hits you with the tell me more, I'm fucking, I'm done for Yeah, her, like if she's bro. like, <laughs> I'm done. She like leans in like this and she, she bats her eyes at you yeah, or like she's like, her so hair. What's your, what's your Neptune sign? I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I but that's, when, but that's that when you, point. as long as you know your first three, that's when you be honest and you're like, honestly, like, I don't really know that much, but like, I'd love to learn more. <laughs> Boom, bro. You're fucking in for the second date, Teach dog. Me. She's coming home. Teach me more. <laughs> like, that's just so, bro. Or you just be like, yo, like, let's go to a crystal shop. <laughs> get ass, bro. They have crystal shops, dude. There's crystal shops, like real deal shops that you go Yo, inside. First date crystal shops. You can't like unreal. you can't like touch them because like you don't want to get anyone else's fucking energy. energy and shit. But like once you like once you like examine it, it's like yours, you know. And then you get the crystal. All right. Like I had a rose quartz, which is like a rock, and um, I had to like dispose of it because it had so much bad energy because somebody someone that that i was that i'm talking to was like yo you gotta like get rid of that shit so i was like all right bet <laughs> i just threw it away there you go i just listen, like you know i don't i don't argue bro it's like all right throw it away boom it's fucking gone put it in I the used trash to have a whole crystal collection but it had nothing to do with star signs. just cool I just looking rocks really cool. <laughs> if i ever dated a fucking astrology girl she probably would have had a panic attack if she looked at my crystal collection yeah there's so much bad energy but it's what i do like about the crystals and shit is that it's almost like it's kind of just like um it's like placebo like if you want to believe yeah if you want to believe that that shit's gonna help you like let's say you're a really anxious person and there's like anxiety crystals that like help you with anxiety and you get one and you think that it works and what's stopping you from you know like it's 
You know I wholeheartedly you know what I'm, agree. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, if, yeah. if it helps you, bro, then fucking run with it. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just I saying. I, I mean, I, I, most, I understand most why things they, like most things like if it's anxiety you're dealing with, I'd say most little remedies, whether it's crystals or taking deep breaths or whatever, is basically just placebo. But like, if you can convince yourself, then that it's working, then it's fucking effective. If you if it's effective because you've told yourself it's effective, then it's basically effective. Yeah, you know, it's better than taking. Fucking Xanax. Yeah. First being super anxious. Just yeah. get a crystal instead. You know what I'm saying? So that's our uh, astrology lesson. Lesson. So if there's one tip out for you guys, just learn your three signs. Your sun, your rising, and your moon. It's on Snapchat. Just put in your... Put in your date. time of... Go check your birth certificate. To, uh, put in your time of uh, birth, and you should be mm, good. True. And... That's also good for... If you're... Like, especially people I feel like under 20 are big into Snapchat still. So if you like talk to a bunch of girls on Snapchat, then that's a good opener for Snapchat because you can check, you can go on Snapchat and click on a person's profile and check your compatibility right in Snapchat. This sounds like a fucking Snapchat ad right now. We're not sponsored. Yeah, you can go, like I could go to yours right now and see if we're compatible and it would give me a whole breakdown as to like how we're compatible or incompatible or whatever. I'm not going to lie. Some of it, some of it makes sense because Eric... I hate to continue talking about this shit, but Eric, I don't know what he is, but my sister always like tells me, oh, no wonder like you and Eric get along, get along because you guys are really compatible. Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just some of it. Lo- no, it, no, it kinda, some of it, it makes does. sense, it which is does. weird, which is weird. It's like makes the question like, yo, is this shit the real? Relationship All right, but, but listen, listen, like, here's, here's, yeah. here's what it says for me, right? You care about the minor details and are proud to be a good friend and family member who always comes through when it counts and who cheers people up when they're sick or feeling down. I could convince you that that's you right now. Yeah. I could say, look at the, the minor details with Boulevard. You altered the logo 15 yeah. times. Like you really care about the, the details and like, you know, uh, you're proud to be a good friend, family member. Like I could convince you of that. You cheer people up when they're sick or feeling down. Remember that time I was feeling down and you came over to me and you gave me a speech? And you'd yeah. be like, yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Right? See. So if half this shit is wrong, but half of it's right, you're just going to say, oh, it's not perfect. It's only right some of the time. But like, it's, there's still some truth to it. It's like, no, it's just fucking random chance. All right, I'm going go to go into Weston's compatibility <laughs> of him and I. Um, similarities. This is an electric combination that creates excitement but also unpredictability. <laughs> yeah, bro. Remember we, that time in fucking Cancun? We, fucking with those girls, bro. It's fucking unpredictable, Exactly. Dude. You two have a lot in common, and this is a fa- fabulous aspect for love and support. Aww. You two make a very strong team. Your bond is based on helping each other reach your goals. Like, it's so... it Like, that it's, would be any it's friendship. Too exactly. It's, 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 it's too vague. Yeah. Wait, hold on. It's like a blanket. I want to see It's our, like a blanket term. Yeah. For, for me and Sush, it says this is a classic love-hate aspect. This is a powerful aspect. Wait, conjunction. Wait, attraction is opposition. And this is a classic love-hate aspect. Whatever the fuck that means. Similarity, conjunction. This is a powerful aspect for relationships that bonds you over the long term, but it could also feel heavy or restricting. Heart, heart. I don't even know half these fucking words, dude. What does trine mean? Nah, that's when... um. And that shit, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I have no idea. I, was just, <laughs> I have no clue. I don't know what trying man means. Yeah. Like a lot of it is kind of just, okay. It says for me, you can get lost in your own fantasy world and you're very artistic and sensitive. 
it's like if I read that and I kind of think it's true, I'll convince like I'll note the times where I was artistic and sensitive and be like, oh, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. But there's also plenty of times, especially on prep, where I was insensitive as fuck, which is actually a good segue because I wanted to talk about that. But like there are times where I'm super insensitive and I can be artistic with my thoughts and what I do. But then there's other times where I'm like, I'm a fucking dumbass right now. Like I don't even know how to draw a stick figure. Like I need... Like if it comes to actual like art on paper, I'm I'm fucked. Yeah. The astrology, so. the astrology doesn't apply to juice heads, bro. <laughs> like it just doesn't, because we're altering the energy. No, but you see how people get roped into this shit. It's a it's a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. We've been talking yeah. about it for like fifteen twenty I know. minutes. But <laughs> I'm a, I do believe because <laughs> it would be cool if it was true. That's the thing. It, it it's would like be it's cool. something fun to believe yeah. in. It's fun to it like adds this whole new dimension to life. It's like oh the the stars and the moon and all the fucking planets aligning. Like it's cool. I just, I just can't. Something, something that I do believe in though is like energy, and and vibes. Like I, I really do believe in that shit because I, it's weird. When I take, let's say, I, like I'm taking a little bit of shrooms and I microdose, I can see people's energy, and it's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I can literally see like the aura. Like there's like a, like see like visually. Yes. Or like like mentally. well mentally, but it's in my eyes. It's like I'm seeing it. So, so it's, like hallucinating. It's a, kind of yeah. Okay. Like when I, um, when I was on, I was microdosing and I came outside and I was like hanging out with you guys and I saw Gianna and I just, with Gianna, it was like such a bright, um, aura. Yeah. It was like, she's a very bright. Yeah. It was so, it was such like a, like a, like, like a puppy, like so excited, (laughs) so innocent like it was yeah. something that i would just saw and I, maybe it's because i already had that perception of her but when i looked at her i was but like, there's a reason you have that perception of her and it's because that is true mm-hmm. she is kind of like a puppy and then like she's very and then maybe the shrooms just like a, like yeah i mean i can definitely i don't i don't see it the way you see it like i don't hallucinate but i mentally see it when i'm on any sort of psychedelic or weed even but like especially any sort of like LSD mushrooms, it's like you can, you can just read people in a way that you can't really do when you're sober. Mm-hmm. And there, which and means there's something there, bro. There was some, there was one time where like I couldn't even look at this person because <laughs> I was looking yeah. at them and I was like, I was like, bro, like I, can't, I just can't. Wait, can you say who? No, all right, but well. I just can't. I was like, wow, this is really like eerie and mm. and just made me feel really sad and like and like clench like mm-hmm. clench. You know, yeah. like almost like um, restricted, strangled. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I was in a suit, and I was like, I, j- I can't even like make eye can't eye contact with you. Yeah, and I know you had like you had a little bit of shrooms too, right? Yeah, and you do you know what I'm talking about? Not not really. I mean, I, I just felt really a bunch of emotions. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah, I have to do it. I have to do it again. Yeah, was was that time you did it with all of us? Mm-mm. It was a separate time because oh yeah that's the right time, that's the, right the one time I did it I didn't feel anything yeah. right but that was because you had like five hundred thousand calories before. that was that was after prep when I was just binging my ass off yeah uh-huh yeah but then you you were saying how like you were waking up with with sweat like sweat because maybe that was the food or whatever it was yeah but I it's weird I do see even when I microdose it's almost just like I'm more I don't know I just ex- it sounds corny as fuck, but like I literally like feel like I have a limitless pill that like makes me lets me see through things mm-hmm. and like see things for what they are. 
Because, like, you you examine, you know how, like, when you're on it and you see, like, objects and you're like, wow, this is, this is a, this is a can. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, do you ever get that? Did you ever get that? Where you well, look at, elaborate you look at a little bit. It's just like, wow, like, this can is here. <laughs> like, this is like, this carries liquid. Like, I could, I could stand and sit at my desk for 30 minutes, just, just, like, literally with my hands on my hip, just, like, looking at everything. In that case, yeah, I know what you mean. You find you find very mundane things all of a sudden very interesting, mm-hmm. like very normal things. Yeah, things that you wouldn't normally notice. That's I don't know about your can analogy, but I get kind of where you're going with it. Like things you normally would just you take them for granted and kind of like yeah, fucking holds water, whatever. Yeah, but on especially anything that's like technological, like I remember. Me and my buddy took it back in college. We took acid. And he wasn't really the, like, super introspective type. Like, he didn't do any deep thinking. Cool guy, but he was, like, frat guy. And he just wasn't that kind of person that I would ever expect would do that kind of, like, deep thinking. So we took acid, and we just played a bunch of Frisbee. And then he started playing FIFA, and I was just chilling chilling on my phone, and we were talking. And then he paused the game. And he's like, dude, I can't even play this game because I'm just thinking of like how this TV is operating right now and how it's like projecting light onto the screen and I'm like interacting with it, but it feels like I'm actually doing something, but it's all just light on the screen. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's pretty fucking cool. I never would have expected that he would say something like that. And also for me, when, when like I like colors, like I really dive into colors. Like I'm like, wow, this is almost looks like this color, but it could totally be this color. And this is like a mixture. You know how like when you're in elementary school and there's a, the color palettes and they're mm-hmm. like, this color makes this color and these are opposites. Like there's a circle, right? right. Yeah. And it's like, this color is the opposite of this right. color. Like I, I, it's everything pops more. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you walk outside during the day, you're like, holy, it's, it's like someone turns saturation up on everything. Yeah. And things are more liquid in the sense that they're more, they're more shapeable by your brain. Versus when you're sober, you can look at something and its color won't change or you won't really think much about its color or its shape or anything like that. But when you're on a psychedelic, it's like things are much more fluid. Like they can change. I mean, not literally, but like your brain will interpret them as changing. Mm-hmm. Pretty wild. Yeah. One time what's weird is like when I'm not sober, I have a weird connection to like Milo, my dog. Like, and they say how back in the day, like dogs are spirit animals or like animals are just spirit, mm-hmm. like they're spirit animals. And I was like having a super bad trip and I was about to go down this terrible rabbit hole. And the only thing I could think to do was like call, call Milo over and like he came over and lay with me in the bed and it was just like this calmed you down. like so much relief. It was, it was so weird. Yeah. But he can tell it's weird because he can tell when we're fucked up that like dogs <laughs> are so smart. Like they see everything. Because you ever think about your dog? He's just sitting in the corner, sitting in his bed. But he, they, they don't have like they don't have phones. Obviously, they're they're one hundred. They're always attentive if they're not sleeping. Mm-hmm. They're always just watching because that's all they can do. And so they see everything that we can't. And so they pick up on shit that that we don't even understand. Like we don't get that they're picking it up. Right. So well, he think- knows when we're fucked up. And he, so there are times where like he doesn't. He stays away. Like he almost just like ready. He doesn't go to sleep. He's like sitting in his bed, like sitting upright, like sitting on his ass, not laying down. He's sitting upright and he's like waiting for us. Mm-hmm. To, he's like on call. He's like whenever they need me, he's there. Well, have you heard of 
uh, the dogs who will, if someone has some sort of, fuck, now I'm drawing a blank, but I remember reading an article about someone who had some sort of disorder where I think it was their blood, uh, maybe it was just diabetes. It could be something as simple as that. But I remember something very specific that had to do with their blood sugar. And for some reason, there was no device that could really sense when they were having one of these attacks. And it could happen during their sleep. So they got a dog, like a specially trained dog, that could smell this person's like pheromones and was, was able to literally pick up on when this person was having a low blood sugar attack or whatever the fuck it was. So dogs, cause they have their sense of smell is like 400 times more potent than a, per, than a human. So it was able to literally smell this person's pheromones and wake her up and be like, you need to take your meds or whatever, you know? Damn. So he may, maybe Milo could like literally smell like if your cortisol raised or something, this is totally bro science. But if this other dog was able to smell when this girl had low blood sugar or was having whatever disorder she was having, flare up maybe milo can literally smell a change in like your blood chemistry if you're extremely stressed and anxious about to have a fucking anxiety attack and like your cortisol goes through the roof or like um like adrenaline goes through the roof maybe he can smell that it could just be as simple as he just like sees you you your your demeanor and stuff and like can relate that to or like to certain emotions that you have like when you're happy like you act a certain way Mm -hmm. when you're sad you act a certain way so yeah because all he sees is me like i'm his I'm his owner, right? So he only sees like four or five other different people a day. Yeah. And he only sees, he sees the same environment every single day unless he like goes outside. So he knows when, when something's up. Mm-hmm. It's just really interesting when I think about it. Yeah. And that was the time where I realized like this dog is like more than, more than a dog. I, used, I had a conversation. I was on shrooms. I had a conversation with Jordani and I was like, it was weird because you know how sometimes it's almost, it's not telepathic, but you know what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. Wait, what the other person is going to say? Mm-hmm. If yeah. you guys are both on the you guys same are both. Level. And I was like, yeah. it was just silent. And I was like, I was like, I understand. It, I was, it was my 16th or not my 16th. It was my 22nd birthday in Chicago on, on like May 16th or whatever. It was not to get in the crystals again, but it was like a big full moon or whatever the fuck, like some weird moon. Cause I had people swiping up being like, yo, blood moon. Yeah. Like I, I had somebody tell me like, Oh, it was a moon. And this is why you're feeling that way. Um, but I was like outside his house and we were in Chicago. Joe and Eric were there. And he had like this cornfield, like this empty lot next to him. And like the weeds were up to my knees. And I was just standing out there like looking at the moon. And I was like crying. And I was like so grateful for everything that I had. And I, would, I had no idea why I was crying. It was just so much emotion. And it was just like just crying. And it was weird because people would come. And try to talk to me. And I was almost like, yo, like, stay over there. Because mm-hmm. we were all we were all um, tripping a little bit. So I was like, yo, stay over there. And it was like this, this literally like a force field. Like Eric was talking about, like, it was, it was almost like a physical barrier where he was, when I said, like, stay, it was like, <laughs> like, he literally couldn't pass through. And then Jordani just, like, walked through. And then Jordani and I are talking. Or we didn't say, like, a word for, like, 15 minutes. And then we just started talking. And I was like, dude, I know why you have your dog. Like, I've, like, it's, I don't know. It's like a weird thing with dogs. And somebody else who I know was a big activist of microdosing, he was telling me how much, like, dogs mean to him. But he doesn't own one for that reason because he doesn't want, like, he doesn't want that that uh, connection with, like, another, or, like, another 
human or not a human, but like a living being. He doesn't want that connection with that. Why? Be- because it's like almost like a burden. Like it not only is it like really good and, and whatever, but it's also like a burden mm-hmm. because you're also it doesn't all- last forever too. Mm-hmm. So he was like, I, there's like a special place in my heart for, for dogs, but he doesn't own them. But he was telling me like how much, and he's like a type of guy who like microdoses every day. And it's just interesting because the shit that I had with my dog and then him to say that and him not having any clue that I had that in my head mm-hmm. and him saying that it was like, damn, like this shit actually does. And that's like the whole energy and vibe vibe thing. You know what I'm saying? Like the astrology, not astrology, but it's type, the same type of believe faith. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On a much lower level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I no, no, I'm saying for oh, me oh, on oh. a much, on a much lower level, there was this one time I was taking acid that's how a lot of my stories start. And I'm not really like a cat person and cats don't really like me either. Like they just don't really fuck with me, honestly. But I was at this girl's house and I took acid with her and I was tripping pretty hard. And for the first time, the whole time I'd been there, I'd been there for like over a day and her cats had not fucked with me. And there was one that was kind of like mean to me. And then after... I don't know, maybe an hour or two of like really feeling it. The cat that I remember not like really not fucking with me came over to me and like was like all over me. Didn't just like sit in my lap, but he was like doing the little making bread on my chest and he was like up on me and I was just like feeling this cat. Like if it felt really cool too, because I was tripping, but also just like mentally I was like, damn, this thing fucking loves me right now. Mm -hmm. And cats never feel like that with me. And I never feel like that with cats. But I like had this super intense connection with the cat for like 30 minutes. And then she freaked the fuck out, the girl. So that kind (laughs) of ended ended the story. Yeah. When I, when I smoke, I get really into like the thoughts of, of Milo. Like I'm like, damn, he's really this animal that lives in this house and Cause you know how you like always dive into, you just jump I've in. I thought about that too. Yeah, you jump into. Why is this that way? It's yeah. not why like, is this the it's, norm. It's totally different than shrooms. It's like you're thinking, why is it this way? Why is this? Why is this normal? Yeah, and totally. and I to, I always think like almost every time I smoke, I'm like, damn, this guy's like by my side this whole time. He'll never have anywhere to go. This is my dog. And then there's people in other houses who have their own animals cat or dog or whatever and they're all in their own like if it's a map they're all in their own lot you know yeah. like their own address and shit and there's all these little their own world kind of yeah they're all in these own organisms mm-hmm. in their own house so weird you take mushrooms before this <laughs> no damn the words are just flowing right now yeah it's probably the last cells <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no I've, I've thought about that with dogs too when i was high that like there's like like we have such a natural innate connection to other humans, but with animals, it's like they're this other thing and like wild animals. It's like people will get freaked out if they see like a raccoon up close. They're like, Oh my God, a raccoon. It's like, yeah, they live around here, but people they're so like different and distinct. Like imagine if you saw another person, you're like, Oh my God, a human. (laughs) Right. But like a a raccoon or like a possum, like dude, even we, we saw a possum outside and all of us fucking gathered around it. And we're like looking at it like fucking cavemen. But with this one specific species of animal that used to be wild, 
it's totally fucking normal to have them just like walking around your house. Mm -hmm. And I've thought about that where it's just like, it's funny. Like that could have been any animal. It just happened to be a dog. But in another universe, it could be like dogs were wild and you'd freak out if you saw one in the wild. But like raccoons are people's normal, like family pets. I think there's a reason there. I think it's a reason they're dogs. Like the dog is the, is the, because they get humans. Yeah. Well, like like, science wise, like a raccoon, like a raccoon, I don't think would. I'm sure they're... No, no, I wasn't saying that literally. But I meant, like, it's just funny how it happened to be dogs. Yeah. Because, well, you know, like, the whole thing about, like, wolves kind of evolved. Like, we, like, helped each other at first, and then they started to become domesticated, and then we bred them to be even more domesticated. But at one point, it was just, like, wolves were a completely distinct species, just, like, raccoons or possums or anything. It was, like, wolves were completely different. There was a point where it wasn't man's best friend, and then we're just like, no, we choose this one. And now they're just like in our houses. Mm-hmm. It, but sometimes I, I'll be like petting Milo, even sober. And I'll be like, damn, this is a straight up different species than me. Mm-hmm. And you they're know? so connected. Yeah. I got to take a piss. Take a break real quick. All right. All, All right. We're back. <laughs> we're back. Um, Weston, I have a question for you. <laughs> How has it been um, at Alphaland being... A self-proclaimed influence, uh, not influencer, introvert. introvert. How has it been at Alfland and seeing all of these people who come there, they take photos or they're doing videos and not, they're just around you and you're also filming. So you're working. How, like, how has that been? Because I know for me, it's just been a little bit hectic, but what about you? How do you feel about that? Yeah. Being an introvert. Yeah. I love, I love Alphaland. I love the. I love the idea of it and everything that it is, but at, at some points it is kind of, I almost dread going there sometimes because yeah. there are so many people. And even if, cause I, I do enjoy when people come up and like talk to me or like ask for pictures or whatever, but at, it kind of does, you know, like take a toll on my workout and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I miss, I miss the old athlete gym sometimes and like the vibe and the atmosphere. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't an influencer gym. It was just, it was just a gym to me. I didn't see it as like an influencer gym, but alpha land kind of feels too, I think you said almost like theme parkish, you know? Yeah. So I compare it to like Disney and we're all Mickey mouse and Donald <laughs> Duck. <laughs> yeah. Like go get a picture with your favorite cartoon character that doesn't actually have a life outside of the gym. Yeah, because my only my only social interactions are at the gym. And so when I used to go to the gym, it was more like I actually had social interactions with people at the gym. But now all my interactions are like surface level. It's just, hey, like I watch your stuff or hey, can we get a pic? Or just like just saying hey to like a, a regular that goes to the gym. It's there's I don't have any. I feel like yeah. I don't have any friends no. at the gym. That's a mm-hmm. dude. That's that, a that's a great way of saying it because yeah. I don't get. It's almost like before, it's like, hey, this guy could like totally be my friend, and it's so easy. To, like someone like Kenny, yeah, and like, look, Kenny's like one of our good friends, and he just started out as a guy who worked at Alfleet at the gym at the old gym, and so now every time someone comes up to me, I either think they want something from me, or they want a picture. So it definitely, like, I feel bad because it makes me think this this person could totally be so genuine and and such a great person person, but it's at the point where. I almost don't even want to give them a chance. You judge a book by its cover. 100%. Kind of. yeah. And and it's terrible for me to even say, like, yeah. it sucks. Like, I mean, yeah, it sucks, but I don't think anyone would blame you given if they knew 
how often it happens. Mm-hmm. It feels difficult you know? to like build relationships because yeah. you don't know again. like what anyone's true intention is. Yeah. Because especially because in the fitness industry, as I was saying to you, but I think it's true probably in any industry once you get to a, a high level, whether it's the music industry, the fitness industry, the fucking football industry, whatever it is. Um, the the higher you get, the more snakes you're going to be surrounded by. The more, or not even snakes, but people are going to want something from you. When you're at a low level, when you're kind of at like a micro-influencer level, people are more like almost charitable. Like they're almost not trying to use you for something. And it seems like the bigger you get, the the more people kind of just look at you as an opportunity for something. Yes. I don't, I don't even see it that way. Like I don't even see when people come up to me and ask for like pictures and stuff or just talk about me and say like, Hey, like I like your content stuff. Like I never see it as them wanting something from me. It's more so not that, not, not those kinds of, if it's just someone asks for a picture, it's like, that's fine. But whenever people come up to me, it's more, it's more so just like the interaction is just so surface level. It's never, it never goes past that. And so that's, that's what I, I kind of get like almost lonely Cause it's like, I feel like I'm never going to build like a, a better connection with people because I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. That's like the best way I can put no, it. I, I think, I think part of it is that the people who come up to you, as Brandon said, they might be like really genuine, thoughtful, introspective, intelligent people. But when they come up to you in the gym for one, they know that you're trying to get your workout in. You're probably not trying to have a long conversation. And two, you're someone that they've been watching for a while. They're probably kind of nervous to talk to you. They probably, maybe they're like your biggest fan and they think, damn, if I were to ever meet Weston, I'd love to talk to him about X, Y, Z and this and that and this and that. But then they come up to you in person and they're actually looking you in the eyes, in the flesh, and they're like, they forget what they're going to say. And they're like, uh, can, can we grab a quick pick? And then that's it. And then they walk away and they're like, fuck, I wanted to talk to him about all this other shit, right? But you see that interaction is just like, oh, they just wanted a picture. They didn't actually want any deeper connection yeah but like i think a lot of it is just people who come up are just nervous to finally like see you in person it's weird like i remember seeing people like i remember seeing larry wheels in person that shit was weird bro and i'm like cultured in this like i'm kind of a veteran sort of like i know what i'm doing and i know my way around cameras and i know my way around well-known people but when i first saw larry for the first time because this had some this was someone that I've been watching since 2016, since before I was anybody in fitness and just like a fucking legend in the fitness industry. When I actually saw him in the flesh, I fucking forgot how to speak. So at first he probably thought like, who's this dumbass meathead? You know, this is yeah. like trying to train with me, doesn't even know what to say. But after like, we, luckily we had a workout planned. So after like 15 minutes, I started to get loosened up and I could actually like talk and ask him questions and have like real genuine conversation but at first, I was like, hi, Larry, I'm James. I think we have a workout scheduled, you know? Yeah, that's hard for me to wrap my head around. Like, right, like, f- for people to come up to me and mm-hmm. act like that, it's just, like, it's hard for me to wrap my head around that. I'm like, I'm just me, bro. Like, yeah, I don't see myself as anyone special. You don't have to see yourself as someone special. I think it's a good quality that you don't. Yeah. But you have to understand why other people would. Yeah. You know? If they watch all your content and they have a physique and a character and a personality that they themselves really look up to, that they aspire to be like, of course they're going to be kind of at a loss for words when they come up to you to ask for a picture. Maybe they do want to say plenty more stuff to you, but they just don't think of it right then. Yeah. The craziest part is when they know everything about you and... and hmm. What was that? 
I, never mind. I thought I heard something. <laughs> Maybe it was Milo or something. Micro. But I, no. <laughs> um, the, the, I, it's so uncomfortable when they've watched you, let's say, for like the whole time that you've been posting. So maybe what, two years? And they, so they know almost like everything about your life. Like for me, it's like the people that you hang out with and the, and the things that you've done and the trips that you've gone on and, and the girls that you've yeah. been with. And so the, it's us putting our lives out there. And obviously that's the profession that we're in and that's what we do for a living. But at the same time, it's so weird because they already know everything about you. So it's hard to talk about shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, this was, this is exactly the way, and I even said it the first time that I met David, because I, that was like one of the only people I ever like fanboyed about back when I was first getting into fitness YouTube. So I'd only been working out for like a year or two at this point. So this was the first person that I'm like, oh, this is someone I can look up to, right? And I remember after a few minutes of talking to him, I told him, it's weird that you've only ever talked to me, and now I have the chance to talk to you. Like, it's a really fucking weird feeling when someone's always been talking at you through a screen, but you've never had the chance to, like, communicate back to them, except through, like, YouTube comments, but that's not really the same. Yeah. So then, when this person that only has ever had one-way communication with you, and now you're able to, like, make it two-way, you kind of, like, don't even know what to say. Yeah. I think the same goes for, like, girls as well. Like, a lot of the girls who are, like, gym influencer girls, who they... They're under the impression that, oh, I'm somewhat good. I don't know. I just think that with girls in in the fitness industry, they're somewhat good looking and they and they automatically think like, oh, this person's gonna just gonna automatically fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Like with with guys it's a little bit different because there's no you're like you're not sexually attracted to them, so it's different. But with girls, where I've met girls and they they automatically think like, yo, like hang out with me or train with me or do, or do stuff with me because I'm a little bit popping on IG and I'm good looking. And so they automatically think that like, I want to be associated with them. Mm-hmm. So there's, and I mean, to be fair, I don't even want to, I don't, I don't want to be a dick, but like a lot of these girls, they have no fucking personality. They have, they start working out for two, three years. They have a decent body and they automatically think like, yo, I'm tapped in with, with, Fitness, the fitness scene. Mm-hmm. And that shit just annoys me because it's like you haven't. You haven't been it, through it. Yeah, no, like not not you haven't been through it, but it's like you haven't done anything where you're any different from the other girl, like think, any other good looking mm-hmm. girl. Yeah, I think most of the girls that I like actually click with in the fitness realm, like they act, they compete, like they actually compete. Mm-hmm. They're like, they actually enjoy, you know, the lifting aspect. And yeah. That stuff. And then they also respect like girls who lift like that also have a different kind of respect for you because like you as a guy who lifts, who has a really good physique, who competes, it's like, they're not just looking at it like, Ooh, you got big biceps, like show muscles. Yeah. They're actually like, they understand what went into it and they understand how hard that shit is. And they're like, like gym girls are the only females on the planet who are like, I think genuinely impressed by feats of strength. Like if you have a four or five bench, most girls will just be like, wow, that's like a lot of weight. But a gym girl who's like really into the gym and maybe competes knows exactly how heavy that is and how much work was put in to achieve that. You know what I mean? There are so many girls. And it's funny for me to say because like usually 
95% of the year, I look pretty mediocre. So it's pretty hypocritical. But there are so many girls who look so average and they start lifting for a year and they have a pretty face and they get this following and then all of a sudden they have a chip on their shoulder and they're like, yo, I'm that bitch. Like, I'm I'm this crazy, like, fitness influencer girl. But in re- to me, the way that I see it, it's like, you look like almost every other girl and you just started working out and the only reason... This sounds terrible, but, like, the only reason why you have a following is because you're, like, a little bit hot. Well, mm. yeah, because that's the difference. Sad, Like, sadly, that's the difference between, like, male versus female in fitness is girls will gain a following based on, like, almost, like, they sec- they're they sexualized mm-hmm. as, as being a girl. And that's, like, sadly, that's just how it is. And they get more likes for posting pictures that are, you know, yeah. stuff that people want to see, like, certain people, obviously. And then guys, I think it's like it's different. The following is different. So I think that's oh, like 100%. that's like just two, take a look at yeah. any girl that's attractive in the fitness industry that's popping. Ask to see her insights. Ask to see her demographic breakdown. It's funny that a hot girl and a super muscular guy have the exact same gender breakdown. Yeah, ninety five plus yeah. percent men. And, and, and the I hate very, that for him, bro. Like, yeah. I, like it, it's it's honestly like it's just how it is though. They're like. They're going to be sexualized. And the very few women who are, like, successful in this industry, it's so niche. Yeah. Like, you're lucky to have, like, a, a strong female following. I don't... I I'm, I actually disagree on that. I think there is, like, a huge demographic of girls who want to look better, feel better, be more hot for guys, and they're looking for a female influencer that's going to inspire them to do that and teach them how to do that. But I think... Because it's such a foolproof and easy way to get famous by just posting your ass, so many girls would rather do that and go down that way yeah. because there's so much more um, instant gratification. Like because who, your followers immediately go up. Yeah. Right. Like someone who comes to mind for me is you know Kayla. Yeah. Like she nailed it. She yeah, uh, no, she obviously she yeah. has like like actual like female, female followers. followers who really look up to her because she she because she chose not to go that way yeah. of like. She got a personality like people right. like her for her and she she loves working out and she can actually help you achieve, you know, what you want to achieve as, as well. So. But also like the easier the easier it is, the less fruitful it's going to be. So if you make if you get a million followers because you're hot, but they're all just guys that follow you because you're hot, you're not really going to make many sales doing yeah. anything. But Kayla, I know she does very well. Like oh, yeah. she's very well off because she's actually put in the work. To say, you know what, I'm not just going to post the fucking thirst traps. I actually want followers who are going to look up to me and be inspired by me who are female or male, but like mainly female followers who are willing to like get coached by me or use my code or just follow me because they actually fuck with me rather than just guys who think that I'm hot. And that way that she went is going to be much more difficult and a slower process. But so there's less girls that are willing to do it. Yeah. Because... As a guy, you only really have one option if you want to make it as a fitness influencer, which is like do it the hard way. Yeah. Because there's well, not going to be an army of girls that are going to follow you if you're super hot. Like, it's regardless, the gender breakdown is going to be like 90 plus percent men. Yeah. So, but as a girl, there is that avenue where you can just be super hot and get followers, but they don't realize that's not a good long term solution. Yeah. There's still two avenues for guys, though, as well, because there's still like explore page like gain a bunch of followers all at once, a bunch of likes, but you don't have true, like it's not true following, you know? True, yeah. yeah. 
the the main the main goal the main goal out of all of this and people can argue with me if they want to but there's no argument it's being it's being oops it's being financially stable so this is our work right and a lot of these girls they understand that and they're like okay so i've been posting oh one camera just turned off all right we're back so like i was saying the end goal is like being being able to do this for work and so once people once these girls are they understand that their following is mostly men then they like switch switch over to OnlyFans, which is totally fine like i'm a big supporter of OnlyFans. i think it's dope like if that's what you want to do and that's how you pay your bills fucking go for it because i know a lot of these girls they're like top two percent and they make hella money it's it's disgusting it's like that's fucking dope so not i guess i support OnlyFans. i don't support exposing yourself like and like people will send you money and you'll do like the customer like showing your tits and stuff if you do there's plenty of people that do OnlyFans and they just post like lingerie which like yeah i guess that's fine sure yeah but isn't the same isn't it the same end goal guys getting off to it like what's the difference it's the same people are paying you and they get off to your photos whether it's your nudes or not i mean yeah i don't to be clear, I don't fully respect either one. Oh. But I respect it a little more if it's not um, exposing yourself in that way. Just because, like, I don't know. Just for me personally, I'm not saying that it's inherently wrong, but I could make a good argument for it. For me, there's there's a mark there's a market for everything, and and that's how you and like that's how you yeah. But make there's money. there's an there's a market for hitmen. But it doesn't mean that, like, murder's okay, you know? That's true. I guess it, it has to do with, like, how you're feeling ethical, like, I mean, I ethically. Guess, I guess the, the question that is, like, the end-all, be-all for it is, if you had a girl, would you be okay with her doing OnlyFans? Yeah. I think that's, like, the question that everybody goes like, to. Like, if... Yeah. I mean, if, if I, I any, wouldn't mind. If Personally, any guy... I mind. True. That's exactly what I was going to say, is, like, would you be cool with it? And maybe you wouldn't mind, but also you have to put yourself in the shoes of, like let's say you want to marry this girl and have kids with her and spend your life with her. And you have fucking guys on Instagram that are like sending you her nudes that they've like bought from her. Would you still, I'm asking you genuinely, would you still feel okay with that? I mean, I don't know because I'm not in that situation, but like my current girlfriend is in bottle service. So that's like, yeah, but she's still clothed. Yeah. But like they're, like dressed in lingerie. But that's more like, all right, like drunk. I'm dudes. Sush, right? I'm Sush. All you guys at the club, you can look at her, but I'm the only one that can like actually see her like fully naked that's and true. like you know, yeah. Touch her and feel her yeah. and like have her be submissive to me. But it's almost like submissive in a way if <laughs> a guy No, no, seriously. It's almost like submissive in a way if a guy says like I want you to fucking do this and do that and do this and I'll pay you this much money and then she just does it. It's kind of like, I just have some respect. Yeah, that's true. But then at the same time, it's like that. If my if my girl is doing OnlyFans and someone's paying her ten dollars for a picture of her tits, it's like she doesn't. She obviously does. She's not like there's no emotion to that. But with you and her, it's like dating a stripper. Like she's dancing on a dude for money. There's no emotion. But then she comes home to you, and and there's that emotional connection. Mm-hmm. So that. So some people that doesn't mean shit. It's like flirting. Like, would you would you would you date a porn star? I mean, I w- I want to say yeah, 
But like at the same time, it's like, I mean, bro, if I meet a girl and I'm like, I totally hit it off with her. And then I find like a week later, she tells, I'm like, yo, what do you like? What do you do? I never asked you. She's like, oh yeah, I'm in the porn industry. That doesn't change how I feel about her, you know? Like, True. But what like, if, what if three months down the line, you're madly in love with her and she's like, all right, babe, got to go take some black dick for work now. Yeah. Like, I'll be back I after know. I get That's, my insides hollowed it out. It would have to be, it would have to be. I would have to be in that situation to understand how I yeah. actually feel. I, for one, would not be cool with that. I like I want to be able to say that I am, but at the same time, it's like fuck. That is really like that. That's crazy. Yeah, like that's the whole. That's a whole other level of like. Then one day it's bring your bring your boyfriend to work day. She yeah, introduces you to her coworkers. That, <laughs> fuck that! Holy shit! You meet six foot six Tyrone. Yeah, you know that might put a dent in the relationship. That's a good All question, right. though. That's a good. Hey, if you hey, leave it down in the comments, it helps boost the algorithm. <laughs> if you would date a a girl who works in that type of industry, I'm, I'm gonna say yes right now. I'm gonna say yes, but I'm not in that situation, so I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> in another life, I guess I would date her for fun, knowing like I'm not gonna get too close with you, and I am never gonna fucking marry you. But I would never be able to like open up to a girl like that. All right. I'm sweating my balls off. The AC broken here. Yeah. So we have a fan going, but it's not doing shit right now. I am quite hot. We're going to wrap it up. So. Um, everyone, thank Weston for hopping on the pod again. Just good conversation. Honestly, it was like, I think it was a really good podcast. We talked yeah. about a lot of shit that, you know, we don't need to talk about. Yeah. And we totally forgot to plug our sponsors. Code, code Mog for Anabar, Code Weston or Code Sush or Code Jam for Gorilla and Young LA. And Las Elts coming soon. Boulevard coming soon. Las Elts is not coming. Don't Las Elts is not coming anytime Las soon. Las Elts coming soon. But it baby. will. It maybe one day. We'll see. But yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, thanks, bro. All right. Sorry Peace that. Sorry that the main camera broke. We'll fix. We'll try to figure it out one time. I don't know. We'll have to like put a fan directly yeah. on it or something. But we'll see you guys in the next one. We have a very special guest, I think. So, see you guys in the next one. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.